Speaking of things. Speaking of things. What is it? Are you not sure where, what we're doing? Tell them what it's about. It's going to be about some things. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's just roll the episode. Got it. Random question. What's the opposite of discombobulate? To combobulate? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever combobulated something? An area? I feel like inadvertently I've combobulated. Have you ever said to someone, can I, can I call you right back? Because I'm, right I'm right in the middle of combobulating. And fill in the blank, whatever you're combobulating. Is that a thing? Can you combobulate something? Stuff? I feel like I'm going to try to in the future. Like what, what is discombobulated? Like what, what's a common thing to go? You know, oh my God, it's all discombobulated. Like what's. I feel like you can say that you're, you're feeling discombobulated. Like you're all over the place. I'm feeling discombobulated. Yeah. God, I hope to get combobulated again soon. You, I feel like I'm going to try that. Like which part? The combobulated. Like, you know, after talking to a friend or something about a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, my friend, I mean, therapist, I pay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the friend you pay $150 an hour. To. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're out of network, well, <laughs> but after I meet my deductible, they'll pay up to 65%. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. No. So, you know, I just but pay half price for, <laughs> to get help. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to leave instead of saying like, hey, have a great weekend. I'm going to be like, hey, I really feel combobulated. I would love, to, can you, I'm going to beg of you, please, please make that your parting statement <laughs> to this person. And then I have to know the response. I don't know what the right response to that is. I don't even know if it's wrong to say, oh my God, I am, I feel so combobulated right now. Yeah. Like. Or maybe like with Legos, you know, they start out discombobulated or a puzzle. Yeah. And when you put them together, you're like, that's one combobulated Lego set. <laughs> well, you could ask for help. You see this discombobulated mess in front of me? Yeah. Would, if you've got a little time today, would you, would combobulate. you mind help me combobulate this? <laughs> How long have you been thinking about this? I don't know. I, I think I said the word. Sometime this week, and I'm like, discombobulate. Well, dis is a, the prefix that say, to say it's not combobulated. But then, are you going to look up combobulated? I am. I, I want to know, I, if I can combobulate something, I'm, I'm going to do that. It's not like a threat. Yeah. It's not a threat. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, I feel like... So I don't know who Collins is, but Collins Dictionary. That's, does that sound reliable? <laughs> to put together in order to bring something out of a state of confusion or disarray. Does it give a sample sentence? No, but it does give other submitted words. Octathlon, pop, thermic welding. Alvomacorcariditis, harp sponge, all submissions. <laughs> I don't understand any of that. I, I understood absolutely that. Okay, now let's 
ChatGPT. Just scrubbed through that. And I'm pretty sure that was written by Johnny Moron, right? It was written back in 2023 before. You said back. Yeah. Back in 2023. Yeah. It is 2023. I mean, 2013. 2013. (laughs) I got my decades mixed up. Welcome to the future. Yeah. Collins, Mr. Collins, with his own personal dictionary, was like, yep, you know what? Combobulate. You better believe that's a word. I mean, you know what the longest word in the English language is. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Is not it. No? Not even close. What? I remember we, we talked about this way back in season two of our unrecorded speaking pre, of things. The pre-recorded Pre-recording, stages. yeah. It's like prehistoric, but pre-recorded days. I, no, I don't remember. What was the word? Can, can you enlighten me? Pneumoneurotrimicroscopic... Skiliovolcanic ionosis. It's a, the, a lung disease caused by inhalation of very fine cichlate or quartz dust, basically volcanic ash. Got it. I will use that in a sentence tomorrow. Yeah. It, I mean, I think if you get that, your lungs are pretty discombobulated. <laughs> there you go. And you're screaming for some combobulated lungs again. Yeah. When I lived in Hawaii, there was actually, there weren't fog warnings, there were VOG warnings. Uh, because the volcanic ash would be so thick outside. Really? Yeah. You shouldn't. They would be like, don't do heavy exercise or anything on these days. So just how we have index, you know, uh, pollution index over here, there would be VOG. VOG. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. That was like, was that a regular thing? No. The four years I was there, there was only once or twice. uh when the volcano, when Kilauea erupt, Kilauea, yeah, I think it was Kilauea, erupted, where it was vog warnings, they would last for like a week. Ominous. Yeah. It's a vog. The good thing though is I was in the military, and so we just still went out and just exercised. Stayed outside. <laughs> yeah, a lot like the burn pits in Iraq, but that's a whole different <laughs> oh, story. Man. Well, let's let's dive into some controversy now. <laughs> Remind me again, you, you lived in the country of Hawaii for some period of time. Did. I imagine you still have your passport. But um, that said, you did an experiment on, I don't know why I remember this, on driving to save gas. Didn't you? Is that yeah. the place? Hypermiling. Yeah. And that's a term that you made up. No, that is the official term for it. Hypermiling. Give me, yeah. give me the, uh, the 30 second explanation on that one. Yes. Yeah, so you want to maximize your miles per gallon by any means possible. <laughs> that sounds like, like what's included in any means possible. So I had my truck and, you know, at that time, I think it would get 18 miles to the gallon or something. And through hypermiling, I got it to where it would get, if I'm not mistaken, up to like 32 miles per gallon. What? Yeah. So it'd be like when you're driving and you see a light turn red, you put it in neutral and you just coast up to the light. Mm-hmm. If you're going down a hill, you put it in neutral and you coast. You don't use AC. Uh, you try and brake as little as possible. Mm-hmm. When you're accelerating, you don't. Do it slow. You do it slow. Right. So it piss off everybody behind you. 
Basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you make a lot of friends that way on the road. I bet you do. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. So by any means possible, um, there are some people who, you know, in hot areas, they would wear, I, you know, looked it up. You can look it up. Would wear cooling suits or like a, a cold jacket so they didn't have to turn their air on. <laughs> they would just put in neutral, like drift out of their driveway and everything. Oh my God. Yeah. How did you stumble upon this uh, fantastic way of driving? I was uh, trying to save money because so you, gas was uh, on the island at that time. Gas was over four fifty a gallon. Wow. Okay. I think it got over five dollars, and this was back in the early odds, as people say. Odds. 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 I don't think it's odds. I think it's odds. 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 Okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> All right. Um, the, uh, oh God, the, uh, by any means necessary. I, I guess I got laser focused on the by any means necessary. And I had, I'm probably wrong. I'm, I, I don't know I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm probably wrong. Cause I was figuring like if you found homeless children and you tied them to the front of the vehicle and had them <laughs> pull you. I don't know what the horsepower would be on that. Cause you would need a, I, I meant, did you try it? Would there be, how, how many homeless children did you have? I mean, by definition that yes. would fall under by any means necessary. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not wrong in that aspect. Um, yeah. I'm not as familiar I mean, with the process. I feel like if you're talking horsepower, you probably would want to use homeless horses, not homeless children. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I feel it's easier to identify the homeless children than it is the homeless horses. I really, I can never tell. That's me. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm not close enough to homeless horses to know. Is, yeah. your, is your smartwatch telling you something? Yeah, it said that there was a wireless caller. Oh. So I know we were just talking about homeless horses. <laughs> but the wireless caller, you know, speaking of things. Yeah. Before I came up today, I went to Starbucks and I, it's you. yeah. And not pants. Yeah. I've got all the money in the world well, <laughs> or had it. Yeah. I gave it to Starbucks. Exactly. Um, so I, I go to the drive through cause it, you know, is pick up and I say, Hey, I'm here. Pick up a mobile, mobile order for Dave. Yeah. Come on up to the window. I get there and they're like, what was the name? And I said, Dave. And I'm like, oh, is this a mobile order pickup? And I kind of just want to be like, buddy, how else do you think you and I got here in life? <laughs> I just told you it's a pickup for Dave. I didn't call the store. I don't even <laughs> think you have a phone in there. Well, if you call, will someone even answer? Is there a number to call even? I, I'm guessing there is. But like, yeah. who's answering that phone? Right. I, yeah, how did you think I got Maybe here? he wanted to know if you were at a desktop computer versus your phone. I don't know. Hey, maybe they make it different. Maybe, maybe, maybe they refer to them as like the deskies, like, oh, freaking desky. Yeah. What do you mean? God, I can tell he's at his desktop and he's ordering a freaking, don't, you know what? I think I'm going to tell him that next time. And they're like, mobile order? I'm like, nah, desktop. <laughs> We got a desky. 
got a what? How long is it before you before you say desktop and kids don't understand? Like landline, you know, or wow. rotary phone. Kids don't know. What oh no, phone. no, uh, no. The rotary phone recognition is there's the the, the niche group of kids who are like no. I've seen that before. You know, they probably Googled it or something. I don't know. But no. then, um, like a desktop computer. I, mm, who are people? I guess people are still buying. I guess a desktop computer. You know what? They do know the desktop computers. Why? Because gamers. That's why. Oh, uh, they're more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have your uh your awesome refrigerated coolant. Going through the system, of course, it's going to be clear on the side so you can see all the innards yeah. of the uh, computer. And it's going to have, I don't know, 20,000 horsepower, if that's the right term. Yeah. This yeah. homeless kid's pulling the hell out of it. <laughs> you can see the children pulling the bits from left to right. That is amazing. Which is only odd because that's what would happen in 1920. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but they're not sweating because they have that coolant in there. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's what China needs. <laughs> I, I don't know that's what anyone needs, but okay. <laughs> oh, let's give the sweatshop some coolant with lunch. I know what you're doing is inhumane. Have you tried coolant? Though? Yeah. <laughs> Just run it through the building. It's not as fast as jumping out of the windows at Foxconn, but <laughs> we'll get the job done. <laughs> you know, other odd things that have happened to me this week, speaking of things. Yeah. I've had two people come up to me and just start speaking Spanish. Don't look Spanish. You don't look like you're Spanish speaking. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, I've I've been confused for being Spanish speaking numerous occasions. Um, did I ever tell you I get I get the nod? Do you know the nod? No. I did. I never knew this was a thing. It, so after I grew a little facial hair, and if it's summertime and I have a darker tan. It, it your nod likelihood increases. The nod tends to come from uh, other. I say other. I'm not Hispanic. Um, from Hispanic men that catch your eye and just go nod. Just the. It's like man. the Jeep wave. The Jeep. What I don't know the Jeep wave. Oh, the Jeep wave. It's like if you have a Jeep, like you always. Oh yeah, wave. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that. It's exactly like that. By cultural appropriation. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you took it to a dark place. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of making a casual, hey, how you doing? Because at, at that moment in time, I guess we maybe share complexion or features of some sort. And they're like, hey, you must speak Spanish. Yeah. Spanish speaking person. So then and I get the nod. And so it happened to be the case that we were playing in, in York, Pennsylvania. Uh, we, my band, was playing in York, Pennsylvania. We were playing this little space that I'm by the glass. You can see me as the drummer yeah. playing from the sidewalk. And I'm telling the band, um, there's a high 
Hispanic population in the area. I'm, I'm telling the band about about the nod, and they're like, "You're you're full of it. That's nonsense." Yeah. We go out. A couple of the guys smoke. They're taking a smoke break. Dude walks by. Got the nod. Got the nod. Got the nod. The guys majorly impressed. Majorly impressed. I don't know that they were impressed, but they at least recognized that the nod was real at that point. Are you jealous at all about that? That I'm getting the nod, and, and you're definitely not getting the nod. Well, they're actually talking to me, so it's going as the nod is mm, the nod is one of those unspoken things. Like me and you, we're on the same page, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't get the nod. No. Maybe I was inadvertently giving the nod, and I didn't even know. Ah, what if you did? Gosh. You gotta be. You gotta watch the nod. Yeah. I feel like I should just walk around with a box on my head. <laughs> you know what? Let's give that a try for a little bit. Why don't you do that experiment like you did veget- being a vegetarian? <laughs> See how it works out. <laughs> Three, four, five years. See how it goes. <laughs> Log on to a Zoom meeting with a box on my head. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I have this issue with a nod. It's just an experiment. Don't worry about Trying it. Trying to correct a nod. <laughs> Well, speaking of things, you mentioned mm-hmm. your um, your music band band. Yes. You play the drumsticks. I, <laughs> I almost corrected you by saying I, I play with drumsticks, but and then I realized that wouldn't sound any better than you play the drumsticks. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? So it was since I was nine years old. So that's, what, 14 years? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't say math wasn't your strong suit. <laughs> now, do you do you play anything else with the drumsticks? Do you anything anything else involved? You can hit anything with a drumstick. You can hit anything you <laughs> drumstick. <laughs> you can. You can you you can hit a table, a bucket. You know the bucket bucket kids. I don't know if they call them bucket kids. I feel like that's a derogatory term. It probably is. You've just alienated like. <laughs> Probably all of our bucket listeners. <laughs> Not a single bucket listener left. But yeah, they play buckets, play pants. I mean, you can play you can, it, pants. Pants. No. <laughs> this is now. Now we're going back to Donald Duck. No pants. Oh no. Yeah. Pans. You can play pans. pots and pans. You know, you oh. can hit, anything can be a percussion instrument, right? So you can just take a stick and hit it. That's the beauty of playing drums. You yeah. Just take pieces of wood and hit stuff. Now, for those viewers who aren't currently um, viewing, viewing, <laughs> there's a, I think it's a set of drums over there. That is a hundred percent a set of drums. Yeah. And then you have some, some brass cymbals that it appears no cats have vomited on. This is a no cat zone. Hence the reason why there's no green stains on my uh, cymbals from, uh, Hairballs being puked up onto them. Now, if a cat vomits on your symbol, yeah, does it change the tune of the symbol? It changes my attitude towards the symbol and the cat. Ah, which to me, so me- you're a feelings based music player. <laughs> hey, music is all about feel, right? Right? Yes. So when I look at the green stain on my symbol, I feel that I don't ever want to have a cat again in my life. Yeah. There you go. Now, symbols. Right. If I'm remembering back to 
my music band band days experiment. <laughs> well, I don't There's, think that was a thing for you, was it? I dabbled. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, there's a little clarinet in there, a little piano. <laughs> clarinet. <laughs> I'll right. start somewhere. I mean, I wasn't that good at it, but anyway. I figured as much. I think there's seven notes in the scale. Is that correct? Or eight? There are. Not including sharps and flats. There are seven notes. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. How does that work with symbols? <laughs> Well, good Basically, news. Basically, you just got circle metal. <laughs> good news, there are still seven notes. Yeah. It's just got nothing to do with cymbals. So why even have them? For crashing. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's got that theatrical component that it's like, it's like putting the exclamation mark at the end of a sentence. So every cymbal has the same note. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? There's one. Huh? What do you think? It sounds different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Different notes. I can't change them. So each symbol is its own note. How do you do the sharps and flats? (laughs) It's possible we're not on the same page right now. (laughs) And they're off to your right. And then the viewers can see when they're watching the podcast. Um, there, there is a display of broken symbols. Some don't look very broken until you get close and there's cracks in them. Is it from hitting them too hard? From hitting them with wood sticks. Have you ever thought about creating this? So there's drum sticks. Have you ever thought about creating cymbal sticks? (laughs) Maybe you'd avoid breaking them. (laughs) I just feel like, uh, you know, you're playing a drum fill with your drum sticks. That would be a lot of work. Swapping out to a cymbal stick right before the crash. But you play some cymbals with your foot. The hi-hat, right? That's, you know what? I can't, you're not wrong. Stay with me here for a second. I can't go anywhere else right now. You have drumsticks, right? Yeah. On the opposite end, you flip them around, they're cymbal sticks. You did a very theatrical move with both (laughs) of your arms. You, You actually gave the visual representation of the flipping of those sticks. You might be onto something. Yeah. You might be onto an untapped market of drummers just sitting out there going, I spent all this money on these freaking cymbals. Yeah. Not a damn thing to hit them with. <laughs> so you see where I'm going. I do. I do. I, I wow. Yeah. I, I think, I think you have something there. I would, I would go all in if I'm you and I'm not, I'm definitely not. I would take, <laughs> I would take everything I've ever earned, <laughs> ever, and invest in this. Well, I've spent some of what I've earned, so that's impossible, okay. Tim. Whatever's left. <laughs> and any assets, any assets, you, you go all in on this because there's something there. I mean, it's, what you're, the something is not very good, but there is something there. Yeah. So I, to me, it's all or nothing, baby. You go all in and look for investors. Just don't ask me. Wow. (laughs) You heard of drumsticks, right? These are cymbal sticks. On the other end is a drumstick. 
I feel like you're more bought in than you're saying. I'm providing the, the emotional support <laughs> that you're going to need when you're broke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a great venture for you to dive into and me not I to mean, be involved. <laughs> you know, if I go broke, I can always get into hypermiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell, in the days when a truck was getting, what, 18, 19 miles per gallon, you were getting 32? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now you, you drive a battery car. I do. So imagine the mileage you get hypermiling your battery car. You get pretty good mileage on the battery car. How many mileages do you get on a battery car? About uh, 360 miles when it's fully charged. How long is it? Okay. 360 miles when it's fully charged. Yeah. All right. 360. That's not not really a lot, though, is it? It actually is. Like, it's about the same as you would get on a nine-gallon gas tank. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's probably about 360 miles in terms of the distance, right? If you do the math. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so do you... I, I don't have a battery car. And no, there's a battery in your car. But it's not a battery car. It's a car with a battery. Try you, and start your car without a battery. You have a battery car. And yeah. when you drive in that car, have you, have you gone to the, uh, the, the, the battery recharging stations? Superchargers? Yeah. 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 And you, you have to pay for that, right? You do. Okay. What, are they, what do they charge? What, what is the going rate for a battery so I've done it twice, uh, and each time I was down to, I don't know, 10% battery or something, 10, 12% battery. And to get it up to 75, 80%, it was like $20, $25. Okay. So less than a tank of gas for a 9, 10-gallon uh, tank. Long, how long did it take to charge? Um, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. What'd you do during that time? I went in, got a snack. Went in where? So most of the time they're at a convenience store or a rest stop. So I went in, got a snack, got a coffee. Wouldn't it be more convenient if you didn't have to recharge? Wouldn't it be more convenient if you didn't have to get <laughs> gas? I don't know. You said the store was all convenient. And, and it's during a very inconvenient time of your life when you're having to stop driving. You have to stop driving to get gasoline. I know. You don't have like a C-135 coming down on I-95 to refuel, refuel your car. Is that an option? I mean, I haven't looked into it. <laughs> I never explored If it that. is, though. I think that's all. That's a, uh, you know what? Forget the drumstick thing. Or the symbol sticks. <laughs> yeah. We need a C-130. <laughs> this might be better when... Uh, this might be a better idea. <laughs> Than when we thought about cooking the egg inside the chicken. <laughs> I listen, that that has been copyrighted. So do not anyone steal that idea. Yeah. That is in the works and it's gonna happen. And we are in discussions with a place that I'm not gonna say the name of it, but it rhymes with Rick Donald's. <laughs> Major chicken producers. <laughs> 
Rick Donalds. That's like the Rick Astley of fast foods. <laughs> that is that that is and was and is still a fantastic idea because you think about it, you you have the chicken already because I don't know because you, you got the chicken. Yeah, the chicken's got all the friggin' eggs. Every yeah. single day, chicken's going to drop an egg out, and you're going. Now another egg I got to cook. Yeah, I got to boil it. That's this. You're well, hello. What do we call that? Waste of my time. Yeah. So we've figured, I was about to say we figured out a way. I want to, we've figured out a theory that you, you get that egg cooked on the inside. It's good on the outside when it comes on out. It's ready to go. You can sell it as hard boiled eggs. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Do we have... The sciencey stuff all figured out. You know, I can tell you, I think we can figure it out for less than $60 million. I think so too. What yeah. about that Faraday cage thing, that microwave thing? You're thinking, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. You're thinking, <laughs> we shove a Faraday cage up inside the chicken. You know, that's not where I was going, but I don't want to rule out any ideas at this point. Yeah. You know what they say? No idea is a bad idea. I don't know if they actually say that. I just said it. I think it's something about questions. No, I'm pretty sure it's about ideas. So how did we get to the chicken? The chicken, there was something before that we were inventing. Yeah. Um, it was about the drumstick symbol stick. Oh, refueling, refueling. with a C-135. Damn, we almost Your lost car. it. That's, that's a, that's a, that's money right there. Yeah. Hey, sick of being inconvenienced by convenience stores? You know, with, cause, cause gas, right? Right. I'm, I'm doing the commercial right now. So you would be the, going, yeah. Yeah. Sucked. And then I'm like, well, get get a C-135. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you would think, I mean, <laughs> the amount of time you would save would probably offset the thousands of dollars <laughs> it would cost to get the C-135 up in the air to refuel your car. <laughs> It's C-135, correct? Yeah, that's C-135 refueler. C-135. KC-135. KC-135 refueling while you drive. Okay, that car never stops, okay? Never. Now, if you're a smoker, we're going to ask that you put the cigarette out before we refuel. Probably a good idea. (laughs) And... You're going to need a car where you can pop that gas tank from the inside. Well, I think you probably have to put some sort of thing either on the front of the car or on the roof of the car. Simple modification. Yeah. Easy. Just a garden it. hose and a funnel, right? Is that what you're thinking? You would yeah. run the garden hose into the tank, across the trunk, over the... Over the roof and then down onto the... Well, if you use something bigger than a garden hose, you could do it faster. Kind of like NASCAR refueling. 
No, okay. there's something. Refuel NASCAR, too. With oh, tankers. God. That's a game changer, isn't it? Yeah. Let's but start You still got to do tire changes, though. I don't know if the plane could do that. Yeah. What about this? <laughs> There's a lot of children. <laughs> they're not doing it. Let's be real. They're not doing a lot. This episode was brought to you by our sponsors who sponsored this episode. On the next episode of Speaking of Things. is unscripted and recorded under the influence of beer-flavored alcohol. Special thanks to our producers for the production of each episode. Our fact-checkers for keeping us mostly informed, our legal team for doing all work pro bono, and allowing us to claim we have a legal team to scare off liability. Speaking of things would not be possible without the invention of the radio which laid the groundwork for pod creators like us. After talking to a friend or something about a problem, mm-hmm. you know, my friend, I mean, therapist, I pay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the friend you pay $150 an hour to. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they're out of network. Well. <laughs> but after I meet my deductible, they'll pay up to 65%. <laughs> <laughs>